Hello, my name is Mandy Rourke, and I am an Austin area marriage and family therapist. And over the last couple of months, or about a month and a half or so, I've been working on a seven series blog posting where I have gone in and talked about the seven signs of a healthy relationship. And so this week, I'm going to be talking about the fifth sign of a healthy relationship. Whenever I was reading and considering this sign of a healthy relationship, this sign really did hit home for me as I am constantly working on this as an individual, but then also as a partner in my own relationship. It's a constant effort for me. And I know, you know, it's a it's an effort for a lot of people that I meet as well. So I think that this is a really big um, sign to really consider. And so the fifth sign is partners practice self-compassion. I think it only makes sense to add to this sign a little bit and say that partners not only practice self-compassion, but they also practice relational compassion. When I think of self-compassion, I first think that it's important to, to ask yourself this question. Are you kind to yourself first or are you critical to yourself first? Start to consider this too and it translates into your relationship. Are you kind to your relationship first or are you critical first and then you're kind next or maybe you're kind just later, maybe? <laughs> if you find that you're critical first, there is an opportunity to start focusing on self-compassion but then also on relational compassion. I feel like the times that my relationship have been the most challenging have been when I have been the most challenged individually. And, you know, I think, I think it can be helpful for you to start thinking of yourself in this scenario. You know, when you don't feel like, or you haven't felt like you're meeting the goals that you want to meet in your life, or you feel like, you know, you're falling short of whatever expectation you've set for yourself, there can tend to be a negative view that is transferred into all aspects of life. You know, things around you in your environment are naturally more criticized. They're naturally more negatively viewed. And what is typically closest to you in your external environment? Your relationship is likely going to be the closest to you and is also going to be taking that critical hit. If you're critical of yourself, you're probably going to just inevitably be critical to your relationship also. The natural train of thought can just start to become, I need to change this in myself. Then after you start thinking of all the things that you need to change in yourself, then you start thinking, well, my relationship needs to change this. And it begins to, to be where everything around me needs changing. Your self-worth and your relational worth can begin to be negatively impacted due to the overall lack of self-compassion. Patterns can emerge individually and relationally where criticism just starts to become the norm and self-compassion is a challenging afterthought. Everything is thought of first, critically. You know, this needs to change. This needs to change. And so I think it can be really helpful to start becoming very curious and ask yourself, where is this criticism coming from? For example, you may have navigated through life as a perfectionist where expectations for yourself have always been very, very high so high that the pressures of meeting them can create stress. And the stress from not meeting those expectations can then create criticism. 
This might have been an expectation or a way of thinking that you learned from your family, maybe from your friends or from your overall experience through school, through work. And it's really never too late to begin to challenge any of these ingrained ways or views that you might have of yourself or perceptions that you might have of yourself. So start challenging your initial critical view. And to start challenging your initial critical view, start by considering the following. Come from a place of compassion versus criticism. There are a couple of brief, brief examples here, but this is something that, you know, in my work in therapy, I mean, I talk a lot about this with individuals, but then also couples too. Do you find yourself first thinking, you know, I'm, I'm a failure, I'm not good enough, I'm falling short, maybe comparing yourself to others, they have it all figured out, I have nothing figured out, and then think about, you know, how to replace that with compassion versus criticism. I'm working towards something, I am good enough. Uh, and being good enough is enough. And think of that, how that translates even into your relationship. So being very critical first of your relationship. He or she is not meeting my needs. He's or she is never going to be able to. This person's always going to be fall uh, is always going to fall short, or this relationship is always going to fall short. And then changing that into compassion. He or she is trying to meet my needs. They're doing their best. They're putting forth effort, which, which is worth acknowledging. This approach may sound simple when you first think about it, but you might also be very surprised how often you catch yourself criticizing yourself first or your partner first before being compassionate. Replacing criticism with compassion can create a healthy pattern not only for yourself, but also for your relationship. Your individual experience and relational experience is not always easy. And being compassionate of these difficulties that are naturally experienced can go a long way.